It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's Throwback Thursday. Hey everyone, it's Throwback Thursday once again here at Chris to Makes a Podcast. And in honor of the Halloween season, we're going to send you back a few years to when our guest was Mummy Cass of Here Come the Mummies. This episode was so much fun. And whether you're listening to it now for the first time or listening to it again, I hope you enjoy it. And don't forget, we have a giant back catalog of episodes of Chris to Makes a Podcast. And all of these episodes are evergreen. The stories behind the songs stay the same even as time goes on. So don't be afraid to peruse through and send an episode to a friend who you think might like it, or just tune in for yourself to an episode you loved or haven't heard yet. But right now, we're going to get to the episode at hand from October 11th of 2021. This is episode 72, Mummy Cast discusses Here Come the Mummies Pants. Hey, ghouls and goblins, do we have a fun one for you. Today's guest is Mummy Cass, guitarist and vocalist for the Nashville, Tennessee funk rock party band, Here Come the Mummies. We take a deep dive into their fan favorite song, Pants, taken from the 2008 album, Single Entendre. Mummy Cass enlightened me to not only their songwriting process, but also their recording process. The band, made up of well-known studio musicians and Grammy award-winning producers and mixers, none of whose true identities are known, recorded this particular track live in the studio. He talked of how the initial demo and writing of the song was pretty much what ended up as the final version, except for the horn solos, which were charted out before recording. I mentioned how the band throws off the ultimate party vibe, and Mummy Cass couldn't have agreed more. That's what this band strives to do, have fun, and more importantly, bring that fun to their live audiences. And we talk about how the Bob and Tom show introduced Here Come the Mummies to millions of fans. For all this and much more, grab a bottle of your favorite potion, sit back, and enjoy this spooktacular episode. Hey, hey, have you heard? Krista makes a podcast. Hey, hey, have you heard? Krista makes a podcast. Hey, hey, have you heard? Krista makes a podcast. Hey, hey, have you heard? Krista makes a podcast. All right, Mummy Cass, how are we doing today? I'm doing good, baby. How are you feeling? I am feeling fantastic because I am talking to you. Uh, what a crazy, interesting band. Uh, I don't know if you know much about me, but I've uh, <laughs> I've been in, uh, the guitarist and singer for a band called Less Than Jake for going on 30 years now, and I have certainly heard of your band over the years, uh, but I haven't... Uh, gotten to know more about you really until I started uh, uh, diving in for this episode because your band is shrouded in mystery. That's your whole thing. And uh, <laughs> I tried my damnedest. And with the internet these days uh, and everything at your fingertips, I figured that, you know what, I'm going to be able to find out who's in this band and you can't. I don't know how for being a band for 20 years, you've kept it under wraps, but congratulations. So Mummy Cass. 
the guitarist and vocalist for Here Come the Mummies. Man, there's rumors about who who we are. I mean, someone thought that Justin Timberlake was in the band. Somebody said a Flaming Lips guy and a guy from Journey were in the band. And I can assure you with 100% honesty and truth that we are mummified people from 4,000 years ago. <laughs> and I want to let my listeners know that uh, I know I've mentioned this on the show before, but I conduct these, uh, uh, my podcast through Zoom just so we can see each other. And uh, man, um, the, the show is audio only, but for the listeners, you know, go, if you're not familiar with Here Come the Mummies, go take a look at them. And, and I want to let you know that Mummy Cast is in full regalia right now. Like he just walked out of the crypt. Yeah, this is yeah, great. I can't do anything about this, but lucky for you, I'm looking good. And uh, I mean, it might be hard for you to come concentrate because i'm such a good looking <laughs> devil man let me tell you no, I, I I love a band. Uh, I, I built a career on shtick. I love a band with shtick, but I also love a band with shtick and substance. And man, you guys are players. I mean, each one of you, the the band is just on fire. Uh, I, I I encourage all my listeners if if you don't know the band, check them out. Check out the live videos. I was just watching you guys from a couple years ago uh, at a wonderful theater uh, I played before called the Blue Note in Columbia, Missouri. And uh, man, it's just watching this audience for for uh, an under ground band you just have this cult following just the women are just dancing and shaking the whole audience is is screaming as loud as they can and if you don't mind i'd like to read real quick uh i usually don't do this but again i i tried my best and i have i i I go through a lot of preparation for my episodes and to be quite honest with you it was kind of hard to get (laughs) get info on you because that that's what you're about is is this mystery but from the website it says cursed after deflowering a great pharaoh's daughter or daughters here come the mummies have been delivering their brand of terrifying funk from beyond the grave since the year 2000 AD uh, while their lyrics leave little to the imagination their raps have been the topic of much speculation some say they are reincarnated grammy winning studio musicians theories abound regardless here come the mummies mysterious personas cunning songcraft and unrelenting live show will bend your brain and melt your face maybe that's why the ladies and some dudes can't stop losing their minds over these mayhem inducing mavens of mirth and uh i i uh, went on to, to to do a little aside here i you know i i, I you may want to add this to your bio uh, such hits as uh, she loves dick attack of <laughs> the wiener man and booty and uh, of course this fine gem that we'll be talking about uh, today which is pants which is awesome that bio was written by a guy named alex alliteration man it's true man he got he got a lot of use of the m's in there yeah, yeah. Well, the um, Pants is taken from your 2008 album, which I love this title, the 2008 album Single Entendre. And uh, so set set this particular tune up uh, for me, Mommy Cass, if you can, uh, where you were when you wrote it and what was the inspiration? All right. Well, I got uh, the story, as I remember it, a long time ago, a guy kind of approached the band and said, I think this thing should be on Broadway and wanted some kind of cross between Stomp blue man group and the lion king for all i know and he said and you guys go try to write something so a bunch of us got together and said man we're musicians we can't we can't do the musical stuff like the like you know we can't write a broadway musical so i think it was eddie mummy came up with the title he he wanted to and even the chorus he said i i want to write a song about you know coming in my pants going on a date So a couple of us kind of got the ideas formulated and and Eddie, Mommy, and myself sort of finished it off. And we tried to view 
like we tried to make a picture of what this first date would be. Like if Bob Saget was going on a, a date with Vanna White and he had to drive his Nissan Juke to pick her up, you know? And so, you know, everyone's a little nervous. And I would think that Bob Saget would be nervous going to see Vanna White on a date. I would think so. And uh, anyway, and then we took some liberties to make sure the title fit with the with the date, uh, you know, story. It, it's fairly simple, but, uh, you know, you're right, man. As Freud said, if it's not one thing, it's your mother. I love it. I love it. So, you know, can you answer me this? Does, does all the band live in one spot or are you kind of spread apart? And how, how do you write if you're spread apart? Do you, do you send demos, uh, uh, you know, uh, MP3s to each other? You have, you have your own studios? Well, we do have our own studios, but we do live in one underground crypt. Okay. Uh, but it's huge. I mean, you could go, you could walk a mile underground and maybe go to K.W. Tut's room, and he's got a little studio there. But uh, K.W. Tut is a uh, a very, uh, well, I should say most people have heard K.W. Tut's mixes out there on the radio. Gotcha. Well, again, yes, uh, you, you know, the, the, there is definitely some some good intel that you guys are are, are grammy winning studio musicians and uh, that have you know as you just said uh, mix mix some uh, songs that we've all heard in the radio and i and i'm sure that that that's true I, i'm looking here is there currently 11 people still in the band well uh, we usually tour with an eight piece band on stage but there's okay. been so many mummies over the years like a lot of them will sometimes go get a gig somewhere with somebody famous or be in the studio somewhere, but we have been really lucky to end up with a bunch of really good guys that are willing to show up. So yeah, we've got like nine members, I guess nine members on stage now. We just added uh, Dr. Yo. He kind of, he, he was a substitute horn player for a while, but now he's kind of permanently, cause he sings great. And he's been picking up some of my slack over the years. And but we have had over seventy mummies. That is really cool. Well, again, you've been a band now for twenty-one years, so uh, it's it's been been some time. I could see you, uh, you know, especially with your work schedules. If you're all so busy and, and doing different projects, like hey, I can't go on the road right now. I got to mix this record, <laughs> so you take another mummy out with you. Yeah, a lot of times the pole will be a substitute for KW Tut. They're both bass players, and like the horn section, it's mainly the same guys probably for the last fifteen years. But there'll be some subs that come and go, and uh, a few of them have gotten some pretty good gigs that we're not allowed to talk about. But yeah, they're out. You see them on, you know, Jimmy Fallon sometimes. <laughs> well, again, I, I, you know, and I, and I certainly wouldn't have uh, given it away if had I found out. I would have uh, kept your mystery about you. But I dug and dug and dug, and I, and I was telling our producer Chris for the show, you know, I know that. For instance, you're in Columbia, Missouri at the Blue Note. You played there. You guys have to have friends that come out to the show. How The friends come back. Unless you just have a, a no-friend policy, you don't have anybody backstage, nobody knows. You told your wives not to tell their girlfriends, not to tell anybody. Because I don't know how, in this day and age with the internet, you've kept this under wraps. Kudos to you guys. It's, it's incredible. We make sure our wives don't talk to our girlfriends. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's... That's a good start. That's a good start. I think only our wives know. Our friends don't even know. We just have a mysterious session that we have to do this weekend. It's so cool because there's not not many uh, not many bands that could pull this off. You know, I I, I love your name. Mummy Cast is hilarious. Eddie Mummy kills me. <laughs> and uh, on trumpet on trumpet and deafening squeals, we have the High Priest of Death. Yeah, H Pod. So, That's we just sh- shortened his name to H Pod. 
H-Pod, H-Pod. Well, uh, the the track we're about to dive into is called Pants. Uh, the song is three minutes and 25 seconds long. And, you know, uh, even in your bio, and I've, I've seen a couple other things written online that you guys, and there certainly are funk elements. There's rock and roll elements to you. But this particular track, just when it just starts out, uh, it just has to me like a Latin feel to it. Immediately when I heard this song, I loved it. You just you just come on. It makes you want to dance. It makes you just it makes you happy, you know. And that's uh, that's really cool. Well, man, it's funny. We got a couple couple Latin guys and a couple guys that are uh, you know that play Latin. They're not Latin guys, but they play Latin. So there's definitely an influence in there. But when we were writing this song, we were discussing. Some, one guy had to bring up a bunch of songs that he hated, and he did not like Smoke on the Water. So that horn riff is a light homage to the guitar riff on Smoke on the Water. I can hear it now. The bump, 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 bump. <laughs> but, but it, I mean, it's different enough, but it's funny that it comes out Latin because it was played by the guy who hates Smoke on the Water, and he's a Latin trumpet player. That is, uh, that is, I never would have put two and two together with that, but but now, but now I can hear it. That's crazy. Yeah, but like I said, you're you're such you're such the perfect band in the sense that you know people don't have to know your songs. You first of all, just they see these mummies come out on stage, your stage show. You know, you got the fire machines on stage, and and you come out and you just, just the whole. It's a spectacle, but the songs are just so well crafted. And like I said, you guys are monster players. There's no there's no fat on the bone here. I mean, you guys are are killer. As I said, the track is three minutes and twenty five seconds long. There's a sixteen second intro. This has, like I said, this like Latin feel. The whole band is in right off the top. sax and the trumpets there's a b3 organ there it's just catchy as hell and then we drop into the first verse which is which is three lines and uh i'm gonna read these lyrics and have you set it up for me mommy cass monday tuesday hump day is halfway stick it in the pig pop it in the bank saturday is coming quicker than you think oh man it, it's simple it sounds a little nasty but it's not baby it's <laughs> counting down the days to your first date with vanna white and when it's Wednesday and you got to take your money, you put it in the piggy bank and then you, then you take it to the bank and you save your money. Cause Vanna White's not going to, you know, she's gonna, not going to walk like McDonald's drive through. You know what I'm saying? No, she's a little more high end than that. Right. Yeah. It's going to be down to the letter with that girl. <laughs> I love right after the first line, Monday, Tuesday, hump day is halfway. There's these two quick snare rolls and then the band comes to a complete stop. Then there's this little piano lick that happens before the whole band jumps back in for the other two lines. It's just classy, and it's just you can tell that that you guys are players. Uh, jumping into the pre-chorus, it's still full band, but it goes to like this you know, like bass drum buildup. And the lyric is 48 to rendezvous. I'm going to blow a wad on you. Oh, oh, oh. And, uh, set these lyrics up for you. Then I have some, some questions about the track. All right. Well, you know, obviously there's two days until the, 
rendezvous and, uh, you know, the wad, which I guess we've always had this joke about having to go to songwriter court and explain, explain ourselves. Cause, uh, I think some people might've taken these lyrics the wrong way, but yes. the wad that we might be talking about in this song is the wad of cash. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to blow my, my wad of cash on you. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. I know that, uh, again, I researched it and this is where I would start asking about, uh, the writing of the song in terms of like the producer. Um, I'm, I'm assuming you can't tell me who produced it, but can you tell me if somebody in the band produced the track? Did you guys all produce it? Yeah. I mean, it, it's all in-house produced by the guys in the band. Okay. A lot of times, like I think, you know, Eddie, Mommy and myself will write most of the songs, but Spaz has written a ton of songs. We've been writing with, uh, well, with KW Tut and Midnight Mummy, who's kind of come on the scene in the last five years, really strong with the songwriting stuff. And then we'll go to kind of demo land and we'll take it up and kind of do a, a quick version of the song. And sometimes we'll record it as a full band with the horns and everything at the same time. And But a lot of times it's the rhythm section. When we record with, with Midnight Mummy, He's great because he's a horn player, so he, we can kind of have him play a rough sketch of what we think the horns are going to be. So the producing is a lot of times in the demo stages with Eddie Mummy and myself. Eddie's playing drums, I'm doing guitars and vocals most of the time. And then like if we go into rhythm section land, it's, it's kind of a, I'm going to call it a democracy because I mean, we do listen to everybody's ideas. And, and again, like that piano roll you were talking, the piano thing you were talking about, yeah. Spaz is brilliant with with uh, musical hooks and sometimes he uh sometimes he plays too many, but you know, he's always coming, <laughs> coming up with yeah, so many things like you got to make sure you get it in the song. So we'll add a couple bars so we can get that brilliant piano thing in there, you know? He's a ripper and I guess up to this point I'll ask you right now, do you remember the evolution of the song, the the initial demo that maybe maybe you or Eddie Mummy had 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 come to the band with? Was this pretty much the the lyric and pretty much the arrangement up to this point? Yeah, I think the arrangement and the lyrics were all the way they are, but uh I if I remember, I think we cut this thing totally in the studio with everybody. Wow. Yeah, and that it was a long time ago that we did this song, but yeah, it's probably almost 20 years ago. And I can believe that because I, I could not believe, uh, again, you, you could you could just tell that you guys, <laughs> you know, you're, 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 you're studio musicians, you're, you're incredible. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, check out uh, Type in the Mummy's Pants on the Bob and Tom show. Uh, there's over uh, 2.8 million views of the song on there. And seeing you play that song live, you played it on their show a couple times live, just seeing it on there and just... Uh, the musicianship, it, it sounds like the studio recording. So it's not surprising to me that you cut this live off the floor. Man, yeah, and we got a, we got ourselves a, a heck of a good uh, live engineer. And he's mixed a few of our live uh, videos and, and, and live, you know, music that we put out. But uh, yeah, he, he knows what he's doing, man. Uh, and we got in-ears, we put the in-ears in, and we're listening to... Uh, some nice sounding tones from everybody every night. It feels good to be on stage, uh, you know, especially with the current group of guys we got. For for a bunch of guys that looks dead, you, you actually feel alive. I, I, I that's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> some nights are better than others, like as you know. But uh, most of the oh, time, sure. it almost doesn't matter where we're playing, uh, and we can feel the energy of the crowd. And 
I got to say the only people that are weirder or a stranger in that whole building is, is the guys in the band. <laughs> well, what I loved about watching the Bob and Tom show is just seeing the Bob and Tom and their staff just crack up when you get to certain lyrics, you know, because it's just, like I said, it's fun. There's times when uh, there are lyrics or there's things that are crass and sometimes crass can be funny, but sometimes it's just too over the top and, and, you know, nothing really offends me. I like a, a a dirty joke or a dirty song, but uh, there, there's some, there's some class, there's some finesse going on here. You know, the, the line, I'm going to blow a wad on you. Yeah, of course it's about money. It's not about what your dirty mind is is portraying. Right. And uh, yeah, man, it's funny. I think the Bob and Tom guys really kind of responded to that stuff pretty quick. they, (laughs) they got their own music and they make some pretty pretty clever tunes that kind of goes along the uh well we'll call it the double entendre route but uh but without the bob and tom guys they they made this band take off i mean i uh without them we we wouldn't have gotten the 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 audiences that we got and I believe that really helped you. Like I said, the the views that you had on there eclipse uh, a lot of the other stuff that you have online. So I, I could really tell. And again, when I watched your live performances of you out at venues, this isn't just uh, a couple people in the front row, the whole audience. You know, I call it that cult following. You know, I'm, I'm lucky enough. M- my band has that. We're, we're not superstars. We're not on the radio. But but the people that come to see us play, the whole building knows who we are. And that's a beautiful feeling. Uh, before we go any further, just wanted to say that, you know, again, for as much as you guys have going on outside of the band, each one of you being accomplished producers, studio musicians, etc., you guys have released 10 studio albums, four EPs, and four live albums uh, over the years. That's that's an incredible amount of material, uh, uh, very prolific for being so busy outside of the band. Yeah, man. Uh we're always working on it. And, uh, you know, it's kind of the dream. It's, it's, we, uh, when we get together, it it seems like there's no shortages of, uh, I don't know, uh, slightly off colored jokes. Uh, and there's always a title in there. And I I was getting a signal from, uh, one of my behind the scenes guys. Like we wrote a song about, uh, about everlasting love called kind of lingers. And, uh, you know, and uh, we got kicked off at of WGN in Chicago for playing it. I think they mistake the uh, mistook the uh, words kind of lingers for something else, but ah yeah, and uh, the Bob and Tom guys, those guys got it right away. Sometimes you have to uh, to, to stick to here. That, that's their problem if they didn't get it. Those people exactly. in Chicago. If, if, if it's too dirty for you, then maybe shame on you. What are you thinking about, man? Yeah, what skeletons are your in your closet? <laughs> Hey, everybody, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with our Throwback Thursday episode with Mommy Cass after a few words from our sponsors. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And now back to our Throwback Thursday episode with Mommy Cass. Well, at the 37-second mark, pretty quick, we're in the first chorus. And uh, I'm going to re- recite these lyrics, and uh, then I'll have you talk about these, and, and uh, I'll, I'll go into some other things I want to discuss uh, with the arrangement. Uh, I'm coming in my pants, my shirt. It's my best suit, baby. Going to pick your flower. Going to be there in an hour. Coming in my pants, shined shoes, in my necktie, honey. I'm so excited. I hope that I don't come too soon. And on the word soon, you hold it out. Soon! <laughs> oh, 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 I'm coming in my pants, my shirt, in my best suit, baby. Gonna pick your flower, gonna be there in an hour. Coming in my pants, shirt, shoes, and my necktie, honey. I'm so excited, I hope that I don't go too soon. In my notes, I wrote that uh, kind of sounds like you've uh, vocally hit your climax. Yeah, man, you... You don't want to do a premature datulation. You know, you don't want to show up too early for your date. You don't want to be late either. You don't want Vanna getting upset. But uh, as long as you uh, get there within like three minutes, but if you show up at like an hour early and the sun's still shining, you you don't want to be there, baby. It's a bummer. But yeah, so you're, you're saying I'm coming in my pants. You got these great pants, my shirt, your best suit. You've got to dress up for your first date. You want to dress to impress. And after that uh, vocal climax, that high note of soon, like I said, the band stops completely. And then when it comes back in, it's another full reintro of the top of the song. And by now, again, the song is so catchy and so danceable that just, and I loved it. When when this reintro part came on in the, in the live video I watched from, from Missouri, just now the the now they're really dancing now you got them you know you, you had them from the get-go but now that now they're really moving it's really cool we want to make sure that people can sing the chorus by the second time it comes around hopefully you know yeah yeah that that's the idea right yeah that's that's the goal man i didn't uh this should be music you can uh you can dig if you've got you know add you know what i'm saying <laughs> well, no, and and I I know I've brought this up a couple times now, but I I think there's something important to to what I said earlier, and, and I'll say it again: is there's a and I don't mean simplistic at all by the musicianship, but there's something a little simplistic here that the lyrics are kind of uh, uh, face value that you like you said you can re- you remember them after the second the, the first chorus, and you can sing the hook, and the music is just so catchy that you don't have to know the band to love it. You know, and you, the way you guys execute it, uh, especially with all your outfits and everything, it's it's just it, it's great. Yeah, I mean, we try for that, but any any time we feel we're falling short, we get our light guy to shoot some lasers. And <laughs> <laughs> which your light guy is on point, man. He had some great the 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 lights went great with this song. You know the the da 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 the the in the first verse that the snare does. I was talking about in that first line. The lights go with it perfect. So uh, kudos to him. Um, after this full reintro, we're into verse number two, and uh, this is cool because I'll, I'll get into the lyrics in, in a second, but after the first line here, uh, <clears throat> it's the same snare roll again, 
But after the snare roll, there's not silence. There's like this cool hi-hat kick tom fill that happens. And then we're into the lyrics. I can't move on. Attention is long gone. Suits all pressed. Wallets in shape. The only thing that's left is a little manscape. <laughs> We've been accused of being metrosexuals. We, we like to keep everything neat and trim. Yeah, you got to trim, trim your beard up, right? Before you go on the date with Vanna. There's no like eyebrow hair, no ear hair hanging out. Got to do the manscaping, baby. What I love about uh, uh, pre-chorus number two, which we get into, is uh, we're a day closer now, Mummy Cass. We're, we're, not, we're not 48 hours out. Uh, this lyric is 24 to rendezvous. I'm going to blow a wad on you. Oh, oh, oh. And uh, on you and on the oh, there's a harmony. After 24 to Rendezvous, that line, this time, there's a really cool, catchy, I can't wait, I can't wait, backing vocal. Do you recall, was that on the first demo, or is that something in the studio that you just wanted to kind of build the song at this point? I, I can't remember if it was on the demo or not, but those could have been the uh, little voices in my head, like the little leprechauns that tell you to eat Cool Whip and burn things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, the, that's the sound that's happening in my head on the way to the, on the date. I just can't wait, baby. I love that backing vocal. It adds this, uh, this sense of like urgency, like this, you know, but, but an optimistic urgency. I can't wait. I can't wait. You know, like you're, you're going on that date, you know, it's uh. I, I love that. And and then we're back uh, We're back into the chorus again. We're in chorus number two. Uh, I'm going to read this again. And uh, I want to talk about the, the backing vocals on this, on this one uh, when we get into it. Again, the lyric is, I'm coming in my pants, my shirt. It's my best suit, baby. Going to pick your flower. Going to be there in an hour. Coming in my pants, shined shoes, in my necktie, honey. I'm so excited. I hope that I don't come too soon. And again, the soon is held out. The band comes to a complete stop while that while that's ringing out. Catchy as hell. These are the same uh, spots of harmonies that there were in the first chorus. And it's just on the line, best suit, baby. Going to pick your flower. Going to be there in an hour. Coming in my pants, shine shoes, in my necktie, honey. And, it, and there's no harmonies on the last line. Do you remember if that was a studio thing or when you were rehearsing this as a band, is that where you put the... I, I'm always intrigued by harmonies of, of, of why they're put in certain places. And it works wonderfully here. But, you know, why wasn't there a harmony on the last line or the first line? What, why, you, why you put them where you put them? I think maybe to kind of make some of the things a little different. But I don't remember why that happened or didn't happen. Everybody, all the whole rhythm section sings in this band. And a couple of them are really great singers. So there's always some kind of input and in whatever feels right at the time. For some reason, I got a feeling that K.W. Tut had something to do with that. He's, uh, you know, the mixers involved. He probably wanted to maybe change the energy up or something. Who has the high, high tenor voice or even alto voice? There's some high stuff in there. It, it, it almost sounded like a woman singing. Is there a woman singing anywhere on this track? No, there's not. That might that might have been Uzi Mummy who had a misfortunate accent with a blender about five years ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but a lot of the high stuff, the high and the low stuff was sung by Eddie Mummy. He kind of got a pretty good range. But I think wow. this okay. song might have had Uzi Mummy in it. Okay, yeah, there's something up there. It almost, uh, 
I don't even know how to describe it. it almost sounded like kind of like a a woman gospel singer that, that kind of soul type of flair to it. And I was like, is that a woman? So that's really uh, wh- whoever did that is uh, has a really high voice. It's really cool and really stuck out. Oh, 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 I'm in my pants, my shirt is my best suit, baby. Gonna pick your flower, gonna be there in an hour. Coming in my pants, shine shoes, and my necktie, honey. I'm so excited. After the second chorus, after that stop, uh, we're right into a guitar solo. The horns are playing a killer uh, counter melody to the solo. And then at about the two minute mark for about five seconds, the band does this killer descending dun, 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 part that, that just kind of leads down uh, into the bridge. this a little bit like you know i know you said you cut this song off the floor was this part the guitar solo and what the horns are doing was that improvised or did you remember spending time on that well i know that we had planned that out because some of these songs will send the demo to one of the horn players to do a chart because it's kind of hard to get a section together yeah uh, and play it together so i've always been a big fan of the horn solely which for those who don't know that's that's kind of the name that uh nerdy music uh, horn players used for a sort of a a solo sectional of horns. You know, if if all the horns are playing something together instead of a solo, they call it a soli. And yeah. always, it's almost so many songs. I say, hey, hey, man, can we can we get the horns doing something together here? I, I've always liked that in in some of the Earth, Wind, and Fire so- stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Commodores have things like that. Cool and the Gang do. Cool, I was to say, Cool, Cool and the Gang. Yeah, even even as back as like as far as the Temptations and some of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, what's really interesting is, um, you know, you guys have, uh, I believe, at least live, you, you use two trumpets and a saxophone. Is that what's on this track? I don't remember, but right now, when we had a trumpet player and the flu was playing baritone sax, he wrote mm-hmm. on the charts. And then we had it, uh, Mommy Ra playing uh, uh, tenor sax. Now the flu is switched to uh, to an alto sax. So, um, and there's been a couple times like back then we had two trumpets, a Barry and an alto. Uh, sorry, a Barry and a tenor. The section sounds incredible. And again, not sure if you know about my band. My band has a horn section. I say section. It's two people. It's a it's a saxophone and a trombone. So uh, I've been around horns. For, for many years you guys the, the playing on this is exceptional it, it it is so good and i love this solo part because what starts out as a guitar solo halfway through I, I was realizing i'm listening to both a guitar solo and a horn solo they're both kind of coexisting together which is which i love that part the original idea for this band was to not single anybody out we didn't want people to you know like the lead singer or the you know the soloist or something so we try to make sure everybody's got I guess time to be creative on the records and live, you know, get, get your time, do whatever you want. Give us a nod when you're done with your solo. (laughs) Well, I gotta say, you know, and again, you've been around, I've certainly heard your name. 
uh, over the years. But there again, there's this this mystery that you guys have too that kind of keeps you pushed back a little bit. You're not in the for, in the forefront so much, and a lot of that has to do, I'm sure, with all all the other stuff you have going in your lives. But uh, you know, not uh, not for not for nothing here. I you're, you're you're my new old favorite band. Does that make sense? You're all right. <laughs> That's cool. I, I, I love it. I love I love everything about the the whole thing. is just is great, and the and I've I've uh, started diving into some some of your other tracks. It's it, it's really cool. After this guitar solo horn solo section, we get into a bridge, which is pretty much like an extended pre-chorus at this point. It's the same uh, same uh, chord progression, and uh, I love this part because um, the lyric is uh, you're still you're still 24 hours out, uh, 24 to rendezvous and. The I can't waits are there again. I can't wait. I can't wait. But there's also an I can't wait growling, sneering vocal, which is panned off to the left, kind of out of time. And now that I'm talking to you, that sounds like you doing that. It's not me though. That was Java Mummy. <laughs> yeah, he left the band, man. I miss him every single day. He he was usually the guy that did the interviews, and he was he did a lot of like the I don't know if it, MC is the right way to do it, but he was kind of we'd have certain parts of the show where he would get the audience going, and when he left, it kind of broke my heart because now the job has falls on me. It kind of reminded me where it's kind of like off time a little bit. It's like this. I can't wait this growling like sinister type thing but it almost like made me kind of uh, harken back to like something like little richard would do you know his little little things that you just kind of put kind of off time to the music just like uh i just love that part and then the second line uh i'm gonna blow a wad on you and then the i can't waits are there twice with a ow there's just a quick ow <laughs> it kind of kind of sticks out at you he was kind of a troglodyte. I don't know if you know that song, but the Her name was Bertha. Bertha Butt. She's one of the Butt sisters. He didn't care. He looked up, he said, suck it to me, 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 suck it to me. But he's kinda got that that deep funk like uh, you know, out of the movie Dolomites or something like that. He was like a, lo- a lovable evil guy. I don't know how else to put it, but he was naughty. He was a funny dude. Yeah, it's it it, it just kind of adds something here because again, you you're kind of hearing the uh, basically the pre-chorus, but it's extended. The third line is twenty four or excuse me, twenty four to rendezvous. I can't wait. I can't wait. And then there's that sneering vocal again of I can't wait. You get on that line. You did it right with the fist too, man. You put he put used to put his fist up just like that. <laughs> and I, the listeners can't see it, but mummy saw me put my fist up when I said that. I, I can't wait. Um, I'm gonna blow a wad on you and on you and on the OOOs that's set up for the chorus. There's harmonies. Uh, on those parts. And uh, during this whole thing, it's like breakdown drum parts with lots of cool fills and energy. So again, it's, it, it harkens back to the pre-chorus, but it, it, it gives it a different feel here. Yeah. I, I think uh, Eddie mommy might've been uh, channeling Keith moon on that, 
or or animal from the Muppet Show. <laughs> that is the perfect and uh, the perfect comparison. A- animal and uh, Keith Moon right there. Yeah, there's a lot a lot going on, but it but it's uh but it's classy. It's not overplayed. Well, you might be the first to say that, but we'll take it, man. <laughs> yeah, no. I, well, I'd say it's not overplayed. It's it might be overplayed, but it's uh, I think it's per- perfect for this part. Um, getting into now the uh, last chorus, which is a double chorus here, and. Uh, uh, I'm going to read it. I'm going to usually by the third chorus. I don't read the, all the lyrics again, but uh, I think these need to be read again for the listeners. I'm coming in my pants, my shirt. It's my best suit, baby. Going to pick your flower. Going to be there in an hour. Um, and on that line, going to be there in an hour. There's like some vocal scatting. I'm calling it. It's kind of pan left. I couldn't really distinguish what was actually being said. Like, a, there's just something going on over there. listen to it again i i think that was java again but kw tut has always been known for this for uh i guess singing gibberish on some of the tracks you can hear him in there spelling out words that don't exist yeah no there's there's some definitely some gibberish going on there but again it adds to this uh it's a party element. It almost feels like by the time I got to this point in the song and I've heard this, and like I said, it's kind of panned off to the left. I feel like I'm I'm, I'm at a party and I'm watching this band, but there's people talking behind me. That's kind of what it made me feel like. And I think it, that really adds something to the track. Well, man, it, it should feel like a party. That's the whole thing. I, we've, we've said, we say this in our shows every, every night, but we kind of believe more is more uh, with this band, especially. And so... Yeah. If the party vibes there, I mean, this band's all about people maybe forgetting maybe problems they're having at home or any bad stuff that's happening in the world. This should be a little off switch or maybe a little rest area for all the stuff you each person's dealing with individually. Come here, have a good time and be nice to everybody. But that's what we want. We want that party vibe. You want everybody feeling good. And and hope I'm glad that you picked that up. We try to do that. It's, we always do double choruses. Hopefully, people are singing along. Again, um, there's something real here. You guys are players. You got the show, and and there's an underlying thing here that I take away is it's fun. It's just fun. You know, it's like you're you're at a party. This track it just oozes that, and I loved going and and uh, I always do research the. the seeing a band play live. I like to get that vibe too, but I loved watching uh, the audience react to you because it was, it was what I thought it was going to be. And it made me happy just to see people grooving. They were dancing so hard to you and singing every word. Yeah, man. We, and we love seeing uh, new people in the audience. I mean, we've got, we've got people everywhere after, you know, after 20 something years of touring around we we, you know, we've got a, a really pretty good audience, but there's always new people there and you can see their faces when they, uh, when they start listening to the lyrics and maybe getting uh, distracted by the light show or whatever. Right. Right. Well, um, on the, it it continues on here after that vocal scatting, we're still in the uh, last chorus, the first half of it, uh, coming in my pants, shine shoes and my necktie, honey. I'm so excited. I hope that I don't. And then it says, I won't, or I actually have a question mark there. I don't know if you says, I I hope that I won't, or I don't, I couldn't tell, you know, what's that lyric there, man? That is probably supposed to be I don't 
but it could have been missed. No. <laughs> which is cool. Which is actually cool. You don't get the come too soon. You don't. You don't get that there. You. It. it, it but you know. Uh, now that you're into the second half of the course, that it's probably coming. No pun intended. Um, and uh, we get into the uh, last half of course three. I'm coming on my pants, my shirt. It's my best suit, baby. And on that line, it's my on the on the word my. You hear the 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 sinister growly vocal say, "Whoa, I'm gonna come in my pants." <laughs> <laughs> And when I heard that, I actually laughed out loud because it's so ridiculous. It was just, it was just, you know, uh, it, it made me smile. What can I say? I'm genuinely laughing. I'm smiling ear to ear. It's, it's great. Well, when we record, when we recorded these songs, especially in the early days, <laughs> we would just let Java go. We just put the song, yeah. put it in record, and sometimes we'd give him two or three, tr- you know, passes at it. <laughs> and I think I've got about six hours of Java just saying whatever is is kind of like was that Mystery Theater two thousand with a yeah it's sort of like he's commenting on the lyrics as they go by and I think I got six hours of him ad libbing stuff. Well, I love I love that part on the Bob and Tom show though they about pissed themselves when when <laughs> he said that it's just it killed me. Um, and uh, going to pick your flower, going to be there in an hour. Coming in my pants, shine shoes, and my necktie, honey. I'm so excited. I hope that I don't come too soon. And uh, on the second half here uh, of Chorus 3, after the uh, first time after you say, I'm so excited, uh, the drums go to double time. And it's just building, you know. And it's and, and the chorus is just rocking, but but it's just adding this extra energy there. And uh, the last line has the, the soon again. And then there's this... Oh damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which almost uh makes me think. I'll try to let me see if I can uh massage this a little bit. Uh uh almost makes me think like he arrived too soon. How's that? Yeah, man, it, it's all, you know, timing is 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 really important <laughs> with uh dating and uh yes, you want to build up to the most uh, glorious evening you can have. And uh, if, you, if you time it wrong, Maybe somebody goes home disappointed. Yes, and that that sounds like, uh, yeah, he might have been a little disappointed. Uh, again, there's killer drum fills, and there's just this classic rock ending with the cymbals and the drums kind of ringing out. And uh, the song ends, and I had to actually look this up, Mummy Cass. I didn't know the term for this. It ends uh, with, with a glissando. And a glissando, uh, a gliss for short, is when you take your hands on a piano and you go all the way down and there's a there's a gliss and then there's a uh snimble a cymbal uh snare kick drum hit and then it just ends with the low piano d flat note and that's in this and the song is done and it's awesome well man i I don't know where, I think if you kept the tape playing after that, you would have heard uh, more of that stuff. We we always had this kind of competition. To, it was all in fun to make the other guys laugh. But who could be the last note on each song? <laughs> we still do it a little bit live. Like who can hold their note out just a little longer 
or do one last hit. And uh, for some, I for, I think in Spaz wins most of these. I got to be honest with you. It's those it's those little things, and uh, when you're in a band for as long as you've been in the band, they, they keep it interesting, huh? Yeah, and I and again, this song was one of the first earliest songs in the band too. So we were we were doing some of these uh, kind of internal games with each other way back then. Yeah, well, um, you know, you got a new fan. This floored me. Uh, My producer, Chris, had brought uh, you guys. Again, I had heard of you, but he brought it to my attention. So we should get the, you know, here come the mummies on. And I'm so glad that he he suggested it. I uh, have have dove right in. I love it. I can't wait to see you guys live and hopefully play a show with you sometime. It'd be be an honor. Um, Can you leave our listeners with anything you have going on? I know that you're going to be playing a show soon where my producer, Chris, uh, grew up in Bell Vernon, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, man. We've got a lot coming up we're probably going to be able to quite possibly make up for all the dates we missed because of covid yeah we're going to be all over we're going to hit all the same places we've always hit we've got a, a big halloween you know ready to go and well uh and where's the best place for uh people if they want to find your your tour dates best place to go look yeah, go to go to our website our website at herecomethemummies.com awesome but yeah man i'd love to do a show together man we uh yeah, uh, we're all we're all over the place, especially Midwest. If you're torn, hit us up. Right on. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. It was so great to talk to you. Thank you for making the time, and I wish you nothing but continued success. And uh, like I said, you got a new fan. You guys are amazing. All right, Chris and Chris, thank you, boys. Take care. All right, baby. I let you freak. I let you freak. I let you freak. Flag fly. I let you freak. I let you freak. I let you freak. Flag fly. Hey everybody, hope you all enjoyed that Throwback Thursday episode with Mummy Cass. It's definitely a personal favorite of mine. And don't forget to go back through our catalog and check out any episodes you might have missed or maybe you want to listen to again. And if you enjoy Krista Makes a Podcast, don't be afraid to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It definitely makes us feel good. Enjoy your day, and we'll be back on Monday with a new episode. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, you. Do you have any plans this year? <laughs> How's that going? Do you get 2020? Well, welcome to a brand new new podcast called 2020 where myself benny goodman and my good friends Corey pazin and siobhan cronin from the band lost symphony also got 2020 and since the world ended this year we decided why not just check in with some of our friends in the music industry and see how everyone's doing we're gonna get a candid look at life on and off the stage as well as the mindset of some of the most successful people in the entertainment industry new episodes drop every sunday and wednesday at 9 p.m eastern and you can listen at 2020-d.com soundtalentmedia.com or on your favorite podcast app.